You're listening to Bloom in Tech with David Bloom. This podcast sponsored by Fabric Media in Venice, California. News that Netflix will pay Warner Media $100 million to keep showing Friends for another year set tongues wagging in the streaming video world, but it actually may be a very good deal for the streamer as it transitions away from reliance on licensed fare from traditional Hollywood. Friends, one of TV history's most successful series, is both a first-run show and a, through a lucrative international syndication afterlife, has enjoyed a resurgence on Netflix from both old fans and new many of them millennials or younger who can't be bothered to watch the TV in the old-fashioned way. Those Netflix devotees have been working their way through Friends' mammoth 236-episode catalog. Now Friends on social media share Friends moments in a way that just wasn't possible back when Ross and Rachel were first in permanent mutual circling mode. On Facebook alone, the official Friends show page has more than 20 million likes. The show's living room couch and coffeehouse set are even a central attraction on the pricey tour of the Warner Brothers studio lot in Burbank, and still generate plenty of licensed merchandise sales, too. Netflix doesn't make available data on how many people now stream Friends, but a year after the show first arrived on Netflix in 2015, New York Magazine speculated that the show still might be the most popular on TV more than a decade after it left the air. So all that said, even by Netflix's own standards, Paying $100 million for a year of Friends binging still could be a very good deal, even if it's more than three times the previous price. In part, that's because $100 million just doesn't go very far in Hollywood these days. Back when Netflix was still an up-and-comer providing Hollywood studios with nifty checks for their old shows, it commissioned Bo Willimon and David Fincher to adapt a relatively obscure British series as one of its first originals. The result, House of Cards, starring Kevin Spacey and Robin Wright, won seven Emmys and real street cred for Netflix at a time when it was mostly a place for reruns and old movies. House of Cards, and also Orange is the New Black, arguably helped turn Netflix into the world-conquering disruptor of the old order of business that it now is. The awards the show garnered drove consumer awareness, prestige value, and subscriber sign-ups for a service that until then was far from essential. The price tag for that payoff? $200 million for two seasons. With Friends, Netflix gets a far better deal, for a far smaller share of its programming dollars. It secures another year of rights to a certifiable and established hit with a boatload of episodes, a show that needs no additional marketing, but can play across the 192 countries where Netflix operates. And given the declining value of money since House of Cards' first season, and the rapidly escalating cost of programming as streaming services jostle for shows viewers will pay for, this is looking more and more like a deal. It's not even that big a chunk of the company's programming spending, which, depending on your accounting, is either $8 billion the company said it would spend this year, or $12 billion if you count long-term programming obligations. As well, Netflix may be able to keep showing friends after this latest deal ends, and for far less than 2019's price. Warner Media owner AT&T plans to launch its own streaming service late next year with content from Warner, HBO, and Turner. AT&T CEO Randall Stevenson has already signaled at an investor conference earlier this fall that Friends is, quote, content we definitely want on our platform, unquote. The deal between Netflix and AT&T is not exclusive, so Friends will almost certainly appear on the Warner Media service by 2020. But Netflix and Warner Media are already negotiating whether to also keep it on Netflix. 
Netflix might even pay a much lower rate because the show would be on both services. And don't be surprised if you see more deals like this in Hollywood, as traditional media companies find their way through the coming online-focused, on-demand universe. While Disney's pulling its content from Netflix ahead of the 2019 launch of its service, other companies are continuing to happily collect checks from the streamer. Even those launching services need to make money while they try to build viewership on their home channel. And there are companies such as Viacom, which continues to cut multiple content deals with Netflix, including one for its Nickelodeon network to provide children's programming. Under CEO Bob Backish, Viacom has clearly decided that it doesn't have the scale to compete with the tech giants and newly steroidal Hollywood giants such as Disney and Warner Media. But there's plenty of money to be made supplying everyone else with shows. After all, who says we all can't be friends? This is David Bloom for Bloom and Tech. Thanks so much for listening, and I will talk to you again soon. Over and out. You've been listening to Bloom and Tech. I am your host, David Bloom. Thanks so much. And our podcast has been sponsored in this episode by Fabric Media in Venice, California. Take care, everyone.